Hello and welcome to another episode of Around the Gavel. I'm your host, Sarah Morris, and today we are doing part three of a four-part series on probate in Clark County, Nevada. So just to recap, part one was the uh, affidavits of entitlement, which are for estates valued under $25,000. Part two was what we call set-aside estates, which are estates valued under $100,000. And now we're going to do part three, which is summary administration. And those are estates that are valued between $100,000 and $300,000. And to remind you guys, the definition of probate, what is probate? Probate is the court process of transferring the decedent's assets to the heirs. So whenever someone passes away and there's, they have assets that don't automatically transfer, like for example, um, a lot of times life insurance policies or 401ks or IRAs, they all have beneficiary designations. So they would pass outside of probate. You wouldn't need to go get a court order to get that if you're the heir. Uh, but if, if someone passes away and there is there are assets that don't automatically go to someone else, there's no beneficiary designation or you haven't otherwise provided for it in an estate plan, which is one of the reasons people do estate planning so that they can avoid probate so that their heirs don't have to go through the process, um, then we're in probate court. So when we're talking about summary administrations, we're talking about when the estate assets are valued between $100,000 and $300,000. So it's still a quicker process than full-blown probate. Part four will be the regular full-blown probate, which is all estates over $300,000. So this is still, hence the word summary administration, it's still going to be shorter, generally quicker, easier, and cost less than the full-blown probate administration. Um, people always ask me, well, how much time does it take if you're in summary administration? Normally, we're talking about, you know, six months to a year. A year is on the long side. More likely, it's in the six-month realm, maybe six to nine months. all depends on exactly what's going on, uh, but it is going to be faster than the full-blown for the most part. So in summary administrations, we often have homes that we have to deal with. Generally, the person, wherever the decedent lived, if they own a home, um, then we would deal with the home through the probate process. And like I said before, just to remind you guys, the value of the home is going to be the equity in the home only. So you can have a very expensive home, a million dollar home, but you only have 30000 in equity, then the value for purposes of probate is only 30000 So when you're talking about an estate valued between $100,000 and $300,000, you only use $30,000 if, if we've got a home that's worth a million, but you only have thirty in equity, you're only using the thirty when you're assessing how much the estate is worth and which type of probate you would have to go through. Uh, and then the other thing y- you have to decide if you're the personal representative or the executor or whoever is going to be managing the estate, you've got to decide whether if you do have a home, if you want the home to be sold through the probate court or if you want the home to simply transfer per the will or per interstate succession to the heir. Uh, if you do trans, If you decide that you want to sell it through probate, which frankly is the most popular option because then you're you're probably going to sell it anyway and you might as well just go through the probate process. 
uh, plus the fact that a lot of people have to sell their homes through the, the home through the probate process because they need the cash to pay off the debts of the estate, <laughs> including the attorney fees. So a lot of times it is sold through probate, but just so you guys know, there is an option. You don't necessarily have to sell it through probate. It all depends on the circumstances. So, I mean, I have one, for example, right now where it's a very simple probate because we are literally, there's a will. The will says who gets the house. All we're asking the court to do is transfer the property to the, the heir. That's it. So it's not a big deal. Um, but like I said, a lot of people, they're going to sell it through probate because the other thing that happens if you sell a home through probate is that the court has to approve it, just like they have to approve everything. So there's a hearing and other people are allowed to bid up the property at the hearing. So just because you as the manager of the estate enter into a contract for the sale of the home, which you're probably going to take the highest and best offer, that's what you usually would do, um, you also have a chance of getting a higher offer through the probate court itself because there's a chance that someone might bid it up at the, at the confirmation of the sale. So um, I don't really see in general a problem with selling a house through probate, why, why you wouldn't versus why you would, but of course it's it's also a very individual case-by-case uh, -case basis. It depends on your your situation, whether it works for you or not. So most of the time when we're talking about summary administration, the biggest valued asset is the home, um, and that's what's going to you know drive up the value, which is a lot of times why people are in the 100 to 300 range. Um, Sometimes we, you know, we we have to deal with uh, bank accounts, of course, that don't have death beneficiary designations. They have to go somewhere. They have to be taken at some point. Um, there's also situations where life insurance or those kind of things, which you would normally think would pass outside probate, might not, because maybe the person that you designated as a beneficiary is now has predeceased you. So it's important, and I know I've talked about this in other podcasts, I'll probably always remind you guys, make sure you're updating your beneficiary designations on everything because you, you never know. You know, you don't want a situation where um, you have a beneficiary designation, but that person's actually already passed away, so then it has to go through probate court. So even if you do have an estate plan, which I encourage everyone <laughs> to have an estate plan, please, um, even if you do, there, there can be problems if you don't update everything all the time and I generally remind my clients please update <laughs> your estate plan go look at it once a year make sure everything's exactly the way you want it and all the designations are proper uh, so that there's no issue at the end uh, so I told you how much time it's going to take probably six to nine months maybe a year uh, cost is going to most of the time attorneys and I think I've already talked about this but I'll talk about it again um, there's different options with probate, how attorneys charge their rates. There's a statutory attorney fees, which is a percentage of the estate's asset value. Um, that generally comes into play for full-blown probate, but I just want to mention it. Uh, there's also attorneys are allowed to charge a flat fee. Most of the time, the only time you're ever going to see that is in the very, very small estates where um, attorneys are able to properly estimate what their time will be in order to get through the probate process. Um, in things like summary administration and just in general, most attorneys charge hourly. So they're going to charge their hourly rate um, and bill you at the end, essentially. So you are not going to be paying for their services. The estate will be paying for their services. And that's why I'm saying a lot of times people have to sell the home through probate because they have to have the cash in order to pay the attorneys and any debts of the estate. Uh, etc. because they don't want it to come out of their own pocket. 
so I think that's all I have for summary administration. Next time we're going to be talking about full-blown administration, uh, which is for estates valued, any estates valued over $300,000. That is a longer process. Um, and as always, I am available. Please comment, text, email, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter if you have any questions. We also offer complimentary 15-minute phone consults. So if you think you have a question or you think you need my services, please feel free to call the office and we can set you up with a 15-minute phone consult. And I can at least let you know if you're on the right track, if you do need an attorney, um, just generally give you some guidance <laughs> about where to go. Uh, so thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye.